Welcome back, everybody, to the Bleak Solo Podcast. This is your host, the one and only Bleak, Bleak Solo. A lot of names, a lot of nicknames. You can call me whatever you want. I don't really care. A name is just a name. Welcome to episode 20, titled Come Back to Earth, Saturday, September 8th. And this week's episode is going to start off on a somber note. I promise it won't be sad the whole episode, but I felt the need to make this podcast episode right away after the eventful day that we had yesterday. Yesterday, Mac Miller passed away, and I saw it on Twitter. You know, it was just a normal day. It was around afternoon, like around 12 something. I started scrolling down the timeline on Twitter. And then I come across a TMC post and I literally had to do a double take. I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? Like, no way. And like, I literally clicked on the link and then it said that he had died from an apparent overdose and he was found in his studio city home unresponsive. And pretty much by the time, you know, emergency services arrived, he was already dead. And it was, you know, it it happens every time when someone dies. Some are shocking. You know, most most of them are shocking. But I feel, you know, every once in a while, there's some that hit close to home more than others. You know, like when Carrie Fisher passed away, that hit home for me as a Star Wars fan. Uh, Just certain artists, you know, like it's already been a rough year this year in hip hop alone. Uh, just earlier, you know, XXX Tentacion was murdered, and he was one of those new rappers that I actually did like. And I know he was a problematic person in his personal life, but and even on his social media persona. But the music, I related to it, and it really took me to a place. So I liked him. So when he died, I wasn't as devastated, but I was shocked and I was saddened by his demise because he was such a young. You know young person but mac miller like it was just it was shocking it was surprising it's just like i was like what like how like i know he had been going through a lot lately especially these last couple of years he had a substance abuse problem uh he broke up with ariana grande earlier this year and i felt like he was turning his life around he literally just released swimming his last album on August, in August, you know, it was like August 3rd or 10th. And it's like, we just have this brand new album from him. He's about to go on tour next month in October. And now he's gone. Like he didn't even really promote drugs in his music as much as other rappers. He never seemed that he was suicidal. So the fact that this is just overdose that obviously he didn't intend for his life to end was just really shocking and i i was aware of mac miller since back in 2011 i think you know blue slider park and i heard a lot of his music you know best day ever and donald trump and i always liked him but i couldn't say i was the biggest biggest fan 
you know, I'm not gonna be that kind of fake person. But it was around 2015 when I was, which 2015 for me was a really big uh, year for me when I decided to move to San Francisco for school. And I heard his album and you know, he had some songs in there, like especially The Weeknd featuring Miguel was like just a jam. You know, I would play that every Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You already know the days of the weekend. And, you know, that album showed that he was... And even before that, I think the last the album before that, even the one that he had a song with Jay Electronica, like, I felt like he musically was taking himself more serious and he wanted to be taken more serious by his fans. And he was delivering real, real, real hip-hop. And it's like, you can't even hate on this guy, you know? Like, he's really stepping up his game. He's coming with it. And I really started to like his music a lot. And there was that album in 2015 that started making me a fan, a real fan. And then 2016, during the the height of his relationship with Ariana, he released The Divine Feminine. And I was blown away. Like, that album is literally one of... It's on, I made a list of top five albums, hip-hop albums of 2016. And that was on there. Like, that was, like, number one or two. Like, that album was... It's just amazing, you know, like it showed his growth as a person, as a musician, like because he can actually play instruments and he was producing and he was just taking it to another level. Like, and I felt the music and, you know, 2016 was, you know, the whole time I was in San Francisco, it was it was a bittersweet time. I loved some of it, hated some of it, you know, as in all things. And that album, like it came out at the perfect time, you know, like I miss I originally went to school in fall 2015 in san francisco i missed spring 2016 because i couldn't find housing and if you know anything about san francisco you know housing is horrible and i didn't want to be homeless while being in the semester so i was home for that spring semester and then in 2016 fall i had to make the decision do i go back and finish what i started or do you know i just cowered and stay back home and wait to get accepted to one of the schools down here but you know, I was like, no, I got to finish what I started. So I went back up to San Francisco and that album came out around that time. And I was just, you know, my favorite part. It's one of my favorite songs, Cinderella. It was just, you know, Stay. Man, I love Stay. Uh, the song he had with, I can't even think of the name. Anderson Pack. there we go. He had, a, he had that song he had with Anderson Pack. Like, he had just really, he was in his zone and he honed his craft. And I was, I love that album. And I was just happy like this album made me feel good uh i was far from home but that album made me feel like you know i wasn't alone and that semester i didn't really have a lot of friends because you know i was just that had just moved in with these two new guys so i was barely getting to know them and i had you know some classes a lot of classes so i'd had classmates that i talked to but i didn't really have any friends that semester so that album really kept me going and through the stress and the lonely nights in San Francisco, it helped me a lot. So, you know, Mac Miller, he meant a lot to me, especially after that year. And then we just got his latest album a month ago called Swimming, which was another amazing album. Like, I was just watching his NPR Tiny Desk concert like two weeks ago, and now he's gone. Like, I kept thinking, you know, because I just got a job that I'm starting next week. And I kept thinking, I hope I get paid before he goes on tour so I can go to his concert. And I was even going to tell my friend because he's a big fan too. And now, like, 
damn, you know? So that just goes to show that life is... I've always... I know this, you know? Everyone knows this. Life is unpredictable. Life is wild. It's been crazy lately. And it keeps getting crazier. So, you know, we all got to find some sanity in this crazy world. And, you know, I am sad that he's no longer with us. In my heart, I know he's in a better place, you know. But all of us left here, we had to continue. We had to take from his legacy, from his music, you know, from his message and his music. And we just got to keep it going. And we got to keep his music alive, you know. I'm always going to listen to his albums, especially Divine Feminine and Swimming. So I just wanted to say rest in peace to Mac Miller. You were one of the great ones. You know, you will be missed. I hope your family finds solace in these hard times. But just know that your fans will carry you with us forever. So rest in peace, Mac Miller. And we'll we'll keep fighting for you. Anyways, uh, you know, I said I wasn't gonna keep everything on a somber note. But I do have to get to this next uh, topic. Uh, just so it's just a quick topic, I'll go over it. And uh, Post Malone yesterday, uh, also in the in the wee hours of the morning, was in a terrible accident. And he's just had a string of bad luck lately. And I know what it feels like to have bad luck. Because my friends even call me bad luck bleak. And he was recently in that airplane that had an emergency land. And that was scary for him. So I'm sure he was already on edge because of that. And then now he had a really, really bad accident yesterday. I think it was in West Hollywood, somewhere around there. And I just want to say, I hope you're good. Post, Posty, what your fans call you. Post Malone. I hope you're good. And I'm glad you're still here with us. Keep making more music and just stay safe out there. It's a crazy world. Just know you're going to be okay. Your fans love you. And... We gotta keep this, you know, for everyone. We can't afford to lose another rapper this year, please. And on, so moving away from that topic, uh, as eventful, you know, the yesterday was already sad enough. Uh, it's New York Fashion Week right now, and Nicki and Cardi got into a fight last night. And I, I mean, I hate that it had to become physical or even attempted to become physical. And I know that they've been beefing off and on for, you know, even though they haven't really admitted it for like the last year or so since Cardi became the most popular female MC at the moment. And it sucks that, like, I never understood, you know, like, why can't, like, it's like they feed into the narrative themselves, even though they don't want to, they don't want it to be like, oh, why does there only have to be one female rapper that's popular? But I feel that they am, that them going against each other, is kind of feeds that narrative that there could only be one. And I just hate it also because I feel like Nikki always, I feel like Nikki always starts a lot of this, this stuff by talking a lot of shit, and then she doesn't want to back up, you know, her shit talking, and like it finally she finally met her match in Cardi because Cardi is not gonna back down, and especially if you're talking about another woman's kid and her inability to raise that kid, you're gonna catch these hands, and I don't want it to become more violent. I want this to be a one-off incident. And I hope they can find the truce. But Nikki just Nikki Nikki lately, you just got to stop. Like 
I was a fan of Nicki. I don't know much as of lately because I don't really like her music as much anymore. But her persona is just really off-putting. And I know she has a lot of fans and that's good for her. But And honestly, at the moment, I really do like Cardi. Her debut album was something I really liked. I like listening to. So yeah, I, I just hope some craziness can come to an end from this because I'm sure there's enough music, enough space in this music world for there to be a Nicki Minaj and for there to be a Cardi B. I don't know why they have to be going against each other, you know? There's so many guy rappers. I don't know. I don't see them always fighting just for no reason. Unless you're MGK and Cheesy or MGK and Eminem or Eminem and Joe Budden. But that's not something I'm going to get into. You've already heard a lot about that in the last week. Yeah, so, you know, and then it was just a really eventful day yesterday. And then we have Obama yesterday gave a speech. And we've already had a lot of backlash. The people that hate Obama right away, they have to make a big deal about Obama attacking attacking uh, Donald Trump as usual. But, you know, I don't feel like he did it in a negative way. I feel like he's just saying that the country's already in a bad place donald trump isn't really helping instead of bringing us together and claiming he wants to bring us together he's furthering the divide between us and them and i don't even know what that means you know i just hear it so much in the media lately like us and them like i don't know when where the division became so apparent but then there's situations you hear every day that doesn't make it any easier you know like uh, with the whole nike and you know colin kaepernick and all the people that are upset and they're burning their shoes and their shirts and their Nike caps, like, what is wrong with people? Like, I never heard Colin Kaepernick say that he was against the troops. He got blessing from a troop to kneel during the national anthem. People just always want to make it to fit their narrative, and it's so exhausting. So I don't even try to put mine. You cannot change those people. Those people are lost. They're in their own world. They're doing what they have to do, I guess. But those people, if you're one of those persons, one of those people that burned your Nike products, I really will never be your friend, and that's that. If you can't see the real issue at hand, then you're part of the problem, and your ignorance is showing. And if you're racist, like, I really, I was telling my friends the other night, like, I feel like if people were just honest that they were racist, that's even more commendable. Like, just say you're racist. Like, you're fucking showing your racism, but you don't really want to admit it. Like, that's the reason why you're upset that Colin Kaepernick is the new face of Nike. Like, if you had a reason to be mad at Nike, what about the, you know, the child labor that they've done for years? What about that, you know? Like, you never boycotted Nike over that. You were fine buying Nike shoes then. I don't know. That's just my take on it. And another story that I saw developing yesterday was about this Dallas police officer who shot this man, this innocent, unarmed man named Botham Jean. And he was going into his house, like... I, this story just seems like someone made this up, you know, like, so she goes into the wrong apartment and then shoots the person that is rightfully going inside their house because she claims that he was an intruder. Who makes this, like, the simulation is glitching. This, I think the simulation is just glitching right now. And yeah, but this story really upset me because it just doesn't make any sense, you know, like, how do you go? Let's say you work the longest week of your life. You're sleep deprived. A lot of things have happened to you. How the hell do you go into the wrong house? Like, I understand maybe going into the wrong, going up to the wrong car. But you, even then, you're not going to get into the car, you know, like unless it's somehow open or unless you break in. But are you really going to break the window on a car if it's not opening with your key? That seems kind of strange, you know? 
So yeah, like I, I'm, I'm sure I, I've heard other theories on Twitter and seen more things, the more developments, but I haven't really got into it, so I can't really speak on it further than that. But I just want to say rest in peace to that innocent man who lost his life by another police officer. For whatever the case was, it shouldn't have been escalated to that point of death. Death of an innocent person in their own home, going inside their own house. Man, this world is really something else. So I really hope that that Dallas police officer, whatever happens, she gets what she deserves. So yeah, I, that story was another story that was really upsetting yesterday. It was just, yesterday was the most crazy day in a long time on Twitter and in the news world and in the media. And it was all on the anniversary of Tupac getting shot. So. That was another thing on everyone's mind. So that's pretty much everything that's happened this past week. So now to move away from all that, I mean, you probably already hear this enough. So I want to move away from that and I want to do some mini reviews for some movies that I've seen in the last couple of days. So bear with me. The first one is this movie I saw last Sunday with my sisters and it was called Ya Veremos. Ya Veremos which pretty much translates to, we will see. And Ya Veremos was a Mexican production. So it's an all Mexican film with an all Mexican cast for the most part. And it was directed by Pablo Ibarra. You know, this is a movie about a family. It's like a family drama. And you know, it stars Mauricio Hochman as Rodrigo, Fernanda Castillo as Alejandra, and Emiliano Aramayo as Santi. And pretty much in this story, you know, Santi, who is the son of this divorced couple, he is going blind. Uh, he needs a procedure, a surgery that will help him correct his vision. And he makes a list of things he wants to do in case the procedure or the surgery goes wrong and he will go blind. So he, uses, he actually uses this as an excuse also to try to bring his parents back together and try to reconcile them. So that's his goal, but you know, he uses the list and you know, I'm sure as also he, he is really scared, you know, he's just a kid and to go through something like this must be really traumatic. So, you know, that's what he's, that's like the premise, the basic premise of the film, but overall, you know, the film was cute. Uh, it had a lot of good, you know, cute moments, funny moments, dramatic moments, uh, pretty much really good performances. You know, the story was pretty much run of the mill, but. For it being an all-Mexican production, I, I, I'm I, glad I supported it in theaters, and it was good, and there was a lot of people in the theaters too, so I was I was happy there was a lot of people supporting it. So, if it's in your theaters, if you like Mexican films, uh, it's in Spanish, it is. it does have English translation, so if you know how to speak Spanish, or you want to broaden your horizons, uh, I recommend it. It's like, I gave it a 3 out of 5, so you know it's a solid watch. It's nothing amazing, nothing you're gonna take away from a lot of things, you know? But if you have a chance, you know, I'm sure eventually it'll pop up on Netflix or another streaming service. So if you want to, you should check out Ya Veremos. And another film that I just saw yesterday was the Netflix, the new Netflix original titled uh, Sierra Verges as a Loser. And that one was, that one was directed by Ian Samuels. And that one stars, who does it star? Let me see. Okay, it stars Shannon Purser as Sierra, Christine as Veronica, 
RJ Seiler as Dan and Noah Centineo as Jamie. And uh, many of you might know Shannon as a Barb on Stranger Things. So she's that actress. Uh, I'm sure a lot of females, uh, a lot of women, uh, are really know Noah Centineo because right now he's like the hot thing, the hot guy, because he's been in this movie and he was also in To All The Boys I've Loved Before. So especially Twitter, Twitter and Instagram are going crazy over this guy. I think he was an actor on The Fosters, which was an ABC family show a couple, like a year or two ago or something like that. And RJ Seiler, uh, he's from what movie? Oh yeah, he was obviously he was a blue, uh, the Blue Ranger and Power Rangers, and he was in Me and Earl and The Dying Girl, and I really like him. He, uh, RJ is a really good actor. Uh, I'm glad that I saw him in this, but I wish they would have utilized his character more. He was just like the friend that was there for her, but not really. They, they kind of they, they went their separate ways in the movie for the most part until the ending. No spoilers and uh yeah the story is pretty simple uh at the heart of it it's about you know uh sierra wanting to get with this boy and she also has to deal with veronica who's her bully but at the same time she kind of needs veronica to catfish this boy that she likes uh jamie and you know that's the heart of it it's i guess it's trying to show that you know when, when you really get to know someone you can really see that they their life might not be as amazing as they put it out on social media and in school or in life. So maybe sometimes you can not like someone, but when you get to really know them, it, it makes you change your perspective. And eventually you might even become friends. Who knows? It just, you know, depends on how life works. So this is a simple, simple Netflix film, simple plot, simple story. You know, like I liked some of the character development. The, the main problem I had with this film was Sierra herself. Like, I feel like she was kind of problematic at times, especially with something she does towards the end. So I'm not sure I really liked her character as much as I would have. Some of the, some of the, a lot of the, some of, a lot of the decisions that she makes are kind of, you know, iffy on my, in my own opinion. But I did like it overall. It was a good Netflix watch. So if you have Netflix, I would recommend it. And the final film I want to talk about, uh, this one is called Peppermint. It stars Jennifer Garner, and it is, it is directed by Pierre Morel. And he was the director of the original Taken movie with Liam Neeson. And this movie, it's funny. The funny thing about this movie was that a couple months, I think it was January. Yeah, it was January. Because uh, my my, one of my cousin's sons... Uh, he turned one. He was gonna. He was going to turn one in February, and they were gonna throw him a party. So my sisters and I wanted to be the ones that gave him the piñata. So we went to the piñata district downtown on Olympic, and we, we, you know, we were going around. We saw the food vendors. We were going into the stores, and we were about to go into this one store, and then we got stopped. And it turned out it was a PA, a production assistant, and she's like, "Oh no, it's closed for filming." And we're like, "Oh, okay." Uh, what are what are they filming? And then she said, "Oh, it's a new film coming out called Peppermint. It stars Jennifer Garner." And we're like, "Oh, that's amazing!" You know, and we we're just asking questions, and they were using that location, that piñata store, as one of the scenes in the movie. And then we even got to see some of the the uh, the PAs, and we saw some of the producers. 
and I think the director was there, but I wasn't sure. But they did have like the chairs, the you know the Hollywood movie chairs with peppermint on the back. So yeah, so so that was pretty cool, you know. So we're like, oh shit, Jennifer Garner's in here filming something. But too bad we couldn't really see her. But now that I saw the film, I saw that it was an extensive scene inside there that they filmed. Overall, uh, this movie is about you know her family gets gunned down by the one of the local gangs or cart that are associated with the cartel, the Mexican cartel. So she disappears for five years and she comes back with vengeance because the system failed her and they didn't give her the justice she wanted for her family. So it's pretty much a revenge movie and I love revenge movies. You know, I love the first Taken a lot. So I was really looking forward to this movie because kind of because of that story I told you and I really like Jennifer Garner and you know, the first Taken was really, really, really good. And you know, overall I liked the movie. Uh, I was a little disappointed because I felt like it could have been so much greater. Uh, they really dropped the ball on a lot of the revenge because like the guys that killed her and other things you know there's a lot of things that they that we really don't really get a resolution to a lot of the people that did her wrong and the system that failed her you know like it becomes almost like she starts going after the wrong people for the right reasons in her mind but there's just that like i don't know i feel like they really dropped the ball they could have done more there you know the action, the action was good. It, uh, Jennifer Garner was really good in the role. I really felt for her character. She really is believable in all the action scenes. But it's just, you know, just some decisions. You know, I feel like the strong, the script could have been stronger. Uh, the way that they presented, you know, it starts off with her killing one, uh, uh, one of the gangsters. But we don't know why she's killing the gangster. And then it goes back to the five years before and shows what leads up to her family getting killed. And after that, five years, it goes back to the five years after. And it was just the structure of it didn't really work. Some of the editing decisions. And I feel like they could have, this could have been, you know, like the female John Wick. And it, because that, it, would, it almost, a lot of people from the trailers thought it was, you know, it was going to be that. And it could have been that, but I feel like the people behind the movie kind of were, played it safe. And they just set up, they just, they ended up deciding that it was better to just be mediocre instead of, you know, going all out. What could have been an amazing, great movie. Uh, something that's going to be remembered from years from now you know in years from now it's just a mediocre overall you know three out of five you know seven out of ten you know whatever your rating system is on letterboxd or imdb uh last time i checked on rotten tomatoes from critics it had like 15 percent, but from the audience it had like 80 so i guess the audience is liking it more than the critics but i'm i'm in the middle you know like if you really want to see it, it's entertaining enough. If you have Movie Pass or AMC Stubbs A-list, go watch it. If you're a fan of Jennifer Garner, go watch it. If you're not, I would just say skip this movie. But I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it, you know. I'm not upset that I spent money on it. But yeah, so that's my reviews for this week. And this episode has been a little longer than usual. But I'm trying to just, you know, one of my friends, she, uh, she gave me that tip, you know, just slow down, relax. And just talk, try to talk, you know, and I, I like taking criticism from people, you know, like, especially when it's really helpful. And sometimes when I'm doing this, since I'm by myself talking, I kind of want to speed through a lot of the topics and I just want to speed, speed, speed. But I'm, you know, I'm finding my voice in this and, you know, I hope eventually I do have like a co-host, you know, I have guests so I can have someone to go back and forth with. But as of now, it's just me. So I'm making the best of what I can do. And if you really are listening, thank you. If you're listening to this point, thank you. If Even if you don't listen, you know, just sharing it, liking it, you know, subscribing to it, it all helps. 
this is just something I really want to do. You know, I really like talking. I like talking about movies. I like talking about music. I like talking about topical issues, uh, politics, everything that's going on in the world. So thank you for listening to me. It means a lot. And before I go, I want to give a shout out to Down to Venus with Liz and V. And this is a podcast with my friend V, uh, Veronica. And she's she's someone I've had on Instagram for a long time. And she lately I've been talking to her more and she's really helpful. Like she always gives me great advice. And I didn't even know she had a podcast until recently. And it's on Spotify and on and on podcast one or something like that. Uh, you can find it just just look for down to venus with liz and v on spotify and it's really good i the first episode i listened to was on self-care and then their last episode was on promoting uh you know independent businesses and uh, promoting your friends if they have a business and not trying to chip them and asking for a friend discount and all that so it was really a interesting episode and they even had like guests call in and all that so if you get a chance you know go listen to down to venus with liz and v on spotify yeah you won't regret it it's a great listen so once again thank you for this week thank you for listening again you know i just released one last week the last week so it's another one real soon i want to do this more consistently so there might be coming more frequently so yeah i want to shout out to them and once again i want to say rest in peace to mac miller to botham gene to anyone we've lost in this last year it's been a hard year personal and you know everything else so you know what we're fighters we're not victims we're gonna keep fighting and if you have friends that you haven't talked to in a while you know hit them up let them know that you're there for them if they want to talk no one should feel alone in this because we're all going through this world at the same time together you know so if you have people that you care about let them know you care about them every day if you have people you haven't reached out to in a while just let them know hey man if if anything's going on, I'm here. You can call me whenever. We can go grab a cup of coffee, go for a walk. We're not alone. And you're not alone. I'm not alone. So thank you for listening. Goodbye. Till next time. Peace. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more.